Uh, this, of course, is part of the COVID Reboot series where we are bringing leading voices um, onto this platform to not only inspire, but just to educate and also to give advice, tips and guidance to the local fashion economy. Firstly, how have you been doing during this period? Um, I've been trying to hang in there, I guess, as we all are. It's a difficult period for everybody. It's nothing that anybody has ever experienced. So, um, yeah, just trying to stay somewhat healthy and sane in a, in a midst of, of chaos and fear and everything else that's going on around us. But, but doing okay. Uh, absolutely. We definitely don't want to ignore the challenges, but what we're trying to do with this series and some of the other projects at the Fashion Council is to not get too consumed with the challenges, but to start saying what can we do strategically to start, you know, finding the information, the resources and the platforms to start thinking about the future of the industry. And so we're very fortunate to have you on the show for the few minutes because we know you're one of the key players in South <laughs> Africa when it comes to fashion. But let's keep right in. Uh, um, Yasmin, we're talking about... I'll just say beforehand, Colin, yes. just beforehand, yes. before we go right ahead. They're all my personal feelings. Um, I just want people to know. I'm not an expert on what has to happen or anything, but it's my, I guess, my personal views and, and thoughts on, on, on this issue. I love that. And we wanted that. We want people that, that are in the industry, that yeah. has done the groundwork, that has built you know, their own, and that can advise those who are, are starting out in the industry and facing these challenges for the first time. Now, we're looking at the importance of creating an inclusive uh, fashion culture in the country. And then also we want to share some of your advice and tips and guidance. Yasmin, mm -hmm. now quickly, everybody seems to be talking about the new norm when it comes to business <laughs> or running a business. Um, yet there's no copy and paste formula you know, to help the industry transition into the future. Um, so what do you think are some of the immediate adjustments that the fashion business owners or designers should be considering now? Look, I think it's, a, it's totally uncharted territory for all of us in this industry. Um, I feel for people who may have been working on a collection to come out, you know, that would have come out perhaps um, April, May for a season, um, that had to be put on hold. So I think immediately there are probably going to be designers who are going to be rethinking their collections, um, paring down their collections, wondering whether what was in the, what was going to be in the collection is actually um, appropriate for where we are right now. Because I think we're in a, in a situation where people are rethinking what they feel about clothes. And yeah. is that, that, you know, that excess, is it necessary? So maybe in the paring down, not only in numbers, but in paring down of a look that might be coming into, mm. uh, you know, designers' heads right now is, 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 the, is the look of, of uh, you know, very maximal and, um, uh, you know, that over-the-top embellished and whatever else. Is that okay right now? Because maybe we want to withdraw and take down things a little bit to reflect what's going on, um, you know, on the outside. So probably designers are yeah. looking at that, looking at the amount of... Uh, um, the, the, you know, the items in there in the collection may be brought down in terms of the number, um, you know, looking at, at, a, at a new way of doing business because mm -hmm. is the, the way of, you know, us going out there into the stores, finding things, um, you know, out in malls, in, in, in shops may not be exactly what we want to do right now. Well, we can't, first of all, because of restrictions in, in terms of, of, of going out, but there's yeah. going to have to be a new way of, finding that connection with the consumer and that's that's going to have to be as we are just thinking on the run because this is something we've never had to face before mm. Mm, absolutely we definitely have to change our approach in how we're getting to yeah. 
or how we're enticing the consumer. So thank you for touching on that, Yasmin. When we talk about inclusive fashion or inclusion or an inclusive fashion culture in, in, in the industry, what should, uh, let's say designers, what should they bear in mind uh, when we talk about inclusion? Look, I think designers, we've all operated sort of on our, in our little islands, you know, on our own. And perhaps now is a good time for people to get together, to find a mm. way forward together. Because I think we mm. all have ideas on how this can uh, uh, change for us, how business can affect change um, for the wider community. And I think it's about time that people, you know, who, we've always spoken about this network of people that, that come together um, in, in the creative field. But have we actually done that? We talk, we, you know, it's a talk at a, at a conference or a workshop or whatever, but people go away and they do their own things. And perhaps now is that time where we can really come and do something that includes everybody. So big designers who've been established for, you know, ever and a day can bring along young designers to show them, to show them the way. Because I think those very young new designers are probably so fearful and floundering, um, you mm -hmm. know, as to what to do. So I think that a network has to be set up where, where people can tap into that for ideas, for ways forward. Um, and I think that can include everybody, not just us operating as little islands and then, you know, trying to move ourselves ahead. Because now it's about, as we say, we, we are doing, we in this together and it goes for all of us. It goes for designers, it goes for artists, it goes for business people. It's, we are all in it and we have to find a way out of it. I love that. I love that. I want to zoom in on, on, the, on that, Yasmin. I'm quickly, guys, we acknowledge you on the, on the live broadcast. Uh, Luan uh, Galdino says, your guys' outfits with those smiley or hard faces. We are chatting to uh, one of the style icons in the country, uh, 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 Luan. So we expected Yasmin to show up this afternoon. <laughs> Yasmin, we, we've been chatting to, uh, you know, uh, the CEOs from finance companies, and we've been chatting to the heads of HR companies and bringing them onto this platform to find out what we can do, you know, in the different departments of of, of our businesses or of the fashion economy or fashion businesses. And one thing, and you, you just touched on that point, everybody seems to say, now is the time to consider partnerships and collaborations and make, make sure that you're building a good network. Is that the way forward? Is that the next step? And that, that's what we should put on the top of our checklist now. Look, I've always championed collaborations. Um, it's if you look back at it, if anybody hears me speak or at on any platform that I've given, I've always been one to say that the way forward always is collaboration. Uh, you know, mm. two heads are always better than one. Two, yes. you know, brands coming together, bringing their customer base together, finding new ways to uh, um, reach out to that customer base. You now have double the amount of people that you can that you can get yes. to. Um, of course, there are yes. times when you want to do something on your own, but there's. I don't think you can ever go wrong um, with a collaboration. And now is a perfect time to do that. Mm. And you've proven that that works because you've built a successful business to CC the collection in the country. Yeah. And on that principle, you found someone that has the same drive, passion, uh, that complements yeah. you as a business person, and you formed this collab and you built it. So you've proven that this Absolutely. And, and, and that's why I've always been saying that. It's that it's worked for us. We um, came together from two very different, you know, backgrounds, a fashion designer. I was a social worker. And... Um, the fact that we personal friends was a, is a big part to play in it, but we, we saw the vision together. And um, I always look at that and think our brand would never, yes, it may have worked on its own, you know, one person doing it, but it's worked so much better 
with two people doing it. And brands Absolutely. can collaborate across, you know, across each other. They, you know, lots of different people can do things together. And as this, this, it's such a small community. I mean, there's a lot of people, but the, the, the community is really small in terms of who we want to reach. Um, and I think joining up um, with other people, I think that's the way forward, definitely. Absolutely. Thank you for cementing that advice. And again, that's the common advice we're getting across, you know, different departments. And I think this is really something that uh, fashion designers and small business owners should be. It's not something to consider. It's something you've got to put into action now. So thank yeah, you for, for sharing absolutely. To, those joining, to those joining the live stream. Good afternoon and welcome. We see you. We are chatting to um, well, South Africa has dubbed her as style icon and, and, and trendsetter or fashion a powerhouse. And she's also a TV personality and businesswoman, Yasmin Fermi, to those just joining us. Uh, welcome. We are zooming in on the importance of uh, creating an inclusive fashion culture in South Africa. And Yasmin shares a very important tips, guidance and advice on the show today. Uh, Yasmin, quickly. How do you redefine your niche? I think everybody wants to stand out in the industry. Everybody wants to be different. But how do you now redefine your niche in an industry that is turned upside down? Look, I think it's, you're going to have to do it um, almost spontaneously. Uh, you're going to have to look at ways, first of all, to supplement incomes, because that's a very important mm. thing right now, um, is that we can't just go on as if everything is normal. You know, you're not producing... Uh, nobody's going out to the theater right now, going to parties, attending fashion shows. So your collection mm. that you're going to be doing is going to have to look very different. So you're going to have to, the, the world tells you where it is. We are in comfort. People are busy baking. People are busy staying at home, wanting to be in comfortable clothes. So we're going to have to look yeah. more at, at, you know, at, at that way. Um, finding a way to, to reach our consumer. Finding uh, the alternative way, because I think we were all about his, not all, um, I can speak for our brand, and I'm sure my partner will agree, is that we were very um, hesitant about going online fully. So now we're going mm -hmm. to have to find that way because I think people are going to, you know, we're sitting at home a lot more now, looking at our screens, looking at things to do, and we're going to have to shop in that way because certainly for now, the fear is still there for just going out and, and you know, and buying something in a store. So mm. you have to find a way to, to get your product out there find a new avenue to reach the consumer and find the way that th that's going to allow your brand to still speak to the person that you've always spoken to. I think that's oh. going to take a lot of um, introspection and, and perhaps re-looking really at what you've been doing before, but keeping that contact with your customer always, never letting go because the customer has always been very important. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And, and I, I think you, you touched on something and I want to expand on that quickly. I, I, now we, we realize that, that most brands feel forced to suddenly be on, you know, across these social media platforms. Um, I, I think our recent speaker said something very important. He said, don't be afraid of technology because obviously we now we've got to migrate onto those platforms. Don't be afraid of it, yeah. but also still be careful how you present your brand on these platforms because you still want to protect your brand image and what you're putting out still has to be tasteful. And I, and I, and I, I thank you for yeah. touching on that point. Uh, Yasmin, quickly, I want to run through one of the comments. Uh, Simpleton Mock says, I think humility plays a huge role in that in one of our earlier points. Yasmin is being what she wants to see. Uh, thank you for leading the way. Uh, thank you for that for that comment, uh, Simpleton, uh, Simpleton Mark. And uh, quickly, Yasmin, with mass retailers closing shop um, mm. as a result of this COVID-19 crisis, what opportunities should designers be leveraging or looking out for now? 
Look, I, it's a very sad thing that, you know, mass retailers look like they are on the way out. Um, I, I feel for the people who are going to be unemployed, and I hope that it doesn't have to get to that. Let's hope Business Rescue can yeah. help, you know, the big department stores. But big departments, I, I look at it two ways. Big department stores, firstly, have to look at the way they deal with the consumer. Because often mm. you walk into a store and things are just piled onto rails. You know, these mm. things just are expected to sell themselves. There's no personal contact. No, there's nothing that uh -huh. says to a consumer, come in, we want to help you. This is what will suit you. We know what you like. So it's just shoved there. And so I think they're going to have to look at this really seriously. Um, they also have to look at giving platforms to South African designers, hugely so, because that has been, you know, they, they've done it in the past. They've mm -hmm. taken three or four South African designers um, you know, put them in the store. And then I think it's just left there. There's never anything that it's is pushed. There. Yeah. There, mm. Nothing's pushed to say, you know what, this is an exceptional product. Come and buy, buy local. And now is the time that we're going to have to really, um, you know, buttress that. Uh, um, mm. Pushing for local um, uh, support for local designers, for, for the use of local designers. But if they I go... I think the, the online space, like say Superbola, Zando, the big online platforms, may be an ideal space to give young designers or other designers these stores on their platform that they can also use. If a designer can't do a website um, uh -huh. for, you know, for themselves or, or, or whatever it is. But the, 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 the move away from mass retail and department stores definitely is going online. But also, if you look at your brand personally, it's how you can personalize that experience for the customer. Because maybe yeah. we are going back in terms of, of that personal experience with somebody else. We know that X, this is what she or he likes. This person likes that. Custom orders, looking at the, the amount that we produce, that maybe you mm -hmm. produce a digital lookbook now and take orders from that so that you don't overproduce. We are wasteful in the fashion industry. And so we're going to have to look at a whole lot of things from beginning to end of that supply chain. Oh, I love that. I love that. Very interesting point that you're making because I'm just realizing as we're speaking now. So I know the Cape Town Fashion Council has some exciting initiatives. And obviously, they've, they've recognized that that's going to become a, a huge uh, need for designers to have space. Now, while the brick and mortar spaces are changing, the online space obviously growing, yeah. I just realized as we were talking, e-commerce sites that are currently running should be offering consignment deals to, to local designers. Have, have consignment Absolutely. deals where there's a shelf on your store. Online. Yeah. That's incredible. Like, like, they, like the, just, like the uh, different stores were doing. <laughs> Don't worry. Yes. You see, these are the oh, things you think about when you're sitting in isolation. <laughs> No, absolutely. And when we get to chat to one of the leaders in yeah. the industry, suddenly we have light bulbs <laughs> going off. But Jasmine, let's talk about, we don't want to ignore the fact that designers and small business owners are probably going through a bit of a panic. That's just the reality. That's yeah. what the, the situation. Let's talk about the mental and the psychological challenge that creatives are most likely facing during this time. What advice do you have to them to stay focused, to stay sane, to rather go into a state of what can I now do? What is your advice to them? You see, I'm a firm believer of not doing too much when we feel panicked, because I think when we feel panicked, we often lose track of where we actually need to be. Um, and, yeah. and perhaps I go a little bit off track now. In but there's always been a need, <clears throat> excuse me, 
to to withdraw sometimes and i and i guess for me it's ramadan right now and that's always provided me with that space of withdrawal withdrawal from social events mm-hmm. in the past now we forced to do with the, with the withdrawal but it allows us to to have a little bit of a of a sit down a quiet time a solitude to think very carefully about where we need to be and i think these mm-hmm. moments are very important i mean we can yeah. we can look at it um with fear but we can also look at it in a in a positive way that's going to allow us space and time to um to see where we want to be to see how we want to be and where we want to take our brand so this is an opportune time for brands to do that um oh, and i I'm... know psychologically we as as human beings we want to have a social connection to each other we want to meet yes. for coffee and we want to sit across the table and look at each other you know in your eye in your face and chat and touch and hug and you know talk over yes. each other and just have fun um but sometimes the withdrawal is also very important and i know That's that there are important. times when people i mean anxiety gets me now and i've never been one to you know to have any issue with anxiety um so and and i do worry but i think um there are times when i just have to pull myself in and go we are going to get through this staying connected in the ways that we do like this calls video calls zoom mm, whatever mm. it is um and reaching out to people i think that's the most important thing but i think uh-huh. through this i think creative people have always come out with a redefinition of where they want to be and how they want to be and that's that's been time in the through time immemorial so uh, i have I no doubt that, that we that. are going to come out in a in a in a fabulous way as creatives I love that. If you have no doubt, I have no doubt because you're one of the voices. I'm I'm a positive person, so I'm trying to I'm trying <laughs> to instill that. <laughs> I love that. In a, in a recent interview somebody asked me what what asked me about, you know, what is the new norm and and how do we adapt and and how's the industry going to adapt to the new norm? And I said, but who has a copy and paste formula? Who's telling us yeah. what the new norm is? Nobody has. Nobody's been in the Nobody's future, got the so, answer. Yeah. Yeah, so as much as we are, are in the 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 challenge we are the ones that need to recreate our new norm for tomorrow so i i thank you for touching on that and and i think that mm. that's that's exactly what i was saying the other day in your opinion way too from here for the fashion industry well i i wish i knew i wish i knew the answer um and <laughs> look i think uh, you know the fashion industry they're doing amazing things people we you know everybody's getting involved in 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 making masks um i think there's a push mm. to do for you know for doing because i think you have to do things sort of off beast like they say um yeah. the scrubs for do- for doctors for nurses um find ways to do that to 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 supplement what you would have normally been doing um and masks are definitely the way forward and i think as you know it's a small thing that goes across your face but i think it's going to be with us for a very long time so i think it's every it's what we all Absolutely. have to get involved in but as for where to from here i think it's gen- on a philosophical basis and um you know and and a very sort of introspective way of thinking is that we all have to look at how we're going to um define our our fashion landscape in all sorts of ways in terms of the uh, in terms of climate the environment how we produce and what it is that we sell um our attitude toward fast fashion you know just just the 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 messaging that we put out there to people i think it's going to have to be something that is carefully thought of and not so not such a throw away willy nilly 
oh, it's all just fun and we can just spend our money. We're not going to be mm-hmm. able to do that anymore. It's going to have to be a serious Absolutely. rethink. Um, but as to where that's going to be, it's going to be an individual thing about, you know, for, to each, how they're going to think about their brand. But I know that with our brand, and I know my partner will concur with me, is that we think about how we're going to do things. Wasting, where our fabrics come from, um, you know, how we're going to be supporting all the local components of our brand. Um, so those are the things that I think we should be thinking of. I love that. I love that. Thank you for touching on that, Yasmin. Uh, just one or two of the comments. A guy saying, hello, we see all of you on the broadcast. Uh, one of our viewers was saying, uh, who has the copy and paste formula for the new norm? And I think that's what we touched on. There is no copy and paste formula. No copy and paste. So as creative industry, we have the opportunity to create our own new norm. Um, another and we comment, have to continue speaking we... to each other. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. How we produce and what, uh, what it is to sell, those two elements will have to be top of mind, which is what Yasmin was saying yeah. earlier. Um, Yasmin, I know I've got you for five more minutes. Uh, I'm going to ask a very important question. Roles of designers in creating this inclusive culture that we desire or talk about here in South Africa, what are the designers' roles? Look, I think designers are not detached from the broader society. Um, I think the, the, the role of all of us right now is to see how we can help people along, um, whether it's in small studios, because I'm sure that, that uh, um, people who, you know, there may be studios that employ three or four, four people um, are wondering how they're going to get, you know, to pay, to, to pay people who work for them. So I think it's, yeah. it's, it's about finding a way to, to look at how all the people that, you, that, that work for you can be taken along and forward with you. Um, mm. it, it's, I don't have all the answers, but I, I just think about myself. I don't have, I don't employ anybody, but I know that if I had to, that I would have to find a way to right now to look beyond just a fashion collection, but look at another way that I could bring in the person that's working with me to also see that they are not unemployed, that they can care for families and so on. So as designers, I think, First of all, networking is important. Um, mm. If people know that, you know, they've got these huge orders, but they can't do it on their own, let me bring somebody else in. Oh, um, yes. You know, don't just think, oh, my goodness, I've got 100,000 things that I have to do, but I'm going to keep it to myself. I know I can't do it, but I'm going to see how I can. Right now is the time that we have to reach out. We have to bring people together to see how we can move this forward, because that's the only way we're going to do it. Find a hub that, you know, get a hub together where we can say, okay, this X needs X amount of masks. This hospital needs these scrubs. Anybody can do it. We need to get that information out there to help people because I think that's important. Mm. Oh, I love that. Some really sound advice from one of the leaders in the industry, a businesswoman, TV personality, a fashion icon or a style icon and all around fashion powerhouse. Now, today we touched on um, how the economy has changed or evolved and how there are simple steps that you can take as a fashion creative to migrate into the future and not crumble under the pressure. Uh, Yasmin spoke about the importance of of partnerships, collaboration and building 
a network during this time and, and, and into the future. We spoke about how to redefine uh, your niche during this time, um, how to not get lost in the online space, but to make sure you're still protecting your brand identity. Yasmin shared some tips on how to not crumble under the psychological pressure or stresses, as they call it, that you might be experiencing during this time. Um, we took a look at, at, at uh, where to from here, in Yasmin's opinion. And then last but not least, Yasmin, three tips to small business or owners that are, that, that are running fashion businesses. Three tips, and then we're going to let you go. Well, firstly, I think, and it's a tip for myself as well, and for my partner, and for, you know, for, our, for our, the ones who are not online. I think that, for okay. me, has now brought home totally that we have to look at an online presence because people are going to be more inclined to stay Absolutely. away from stores and to want to have, um, you know, to buy things online. Um, also that small businesses need to see how they can cut costs um, in terms of, of, their, of their production. Because, you know, sometimes yes. we want to over embellish things. We want to add this. We want to, to put, see how you can take those things away to cut down on your costs. Um, that's another thing. Um, and, and basically to look at your, at your whole supply chain and to see how mm -hmm. that, that works for you and how you can see, you know, to, to minimize a lot of unnecessary um, costs that may have been in there that you can, you can take out right now. And because right now it's a, it's a matter of finances because it's, it's, it's mm. hitting all of us. Um, and if, if there's a way that you can, you can take another road you know, supplementary to what it is that you would be doing on any other day, I'd say, you know, go that route. Ah, so look at ways to just streamline cut cost for now yeah. so that you can keep the business uh, going. Yasmin, if I don't stop this interview now, you and I are going to go on forever. Uh, <laughs> giving, uh, this interview will be available on the Cape Town Fashion Council's uh, COVID Reboot Series website, which is on the channel. Up and over to ctfc.co.za. Loads of information loads of resource and access to the key players, leading voices and pioneers in the industry. Again, over the next few weeks, the Cape Town Fashion Council will introduce platforms and, and uh, projects that is going to assist uh, you as the fashion economy and it continues to deliver on its mandate of pioneering transformation, growth and development in South Africa's fashion economy. Yasmin, thank you so, so much for your time. We salute you, we honor you, we thank you, we see the work you're doing in the industry and we look up to you, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to the Cape Town Fashion Council. And with, you know, we have to make it through together. So if anybody has other ideas, you can reach out to me. Um, if anybody wants to collaborate, re reach out. We are all ready and available to do different things going forward. And thank you for there having you me, so Colin. Thank you. So on Instagram, Yasmin Fermi, at Yasmin Fermi, one word. Connect with Yasmin there and continue the conversation. Yasmin is the next person on, on your network or in your network. I just call that one. Yasmin, thank you so much, guys. Join us next time. I'm Pleasure. Colin Donsko uh, presenting for the Cape Town Fashion COVID Reboot Series. I will see you next time for now. Take care and God bless. Yasmin, thank you and take care. Bye. Bye.